0: Welcome to Write Along Chronicles Spotlight Monday. On today's episode, I wanted to delve a little further about self-care. We have heard a lot about self-care in social media, television, at work, and in trainings. It's the new buzzword. In fact, over the past year, we have made it a point to ask each of our guests how they prioritize their own self-care in the midst of chaos in their life or dealing with a traumatic event. Most of our guests either honestly answer that they don't practice self-care or they mention simple things like taking a walk or trying to eat or sleep better. Though what we haven't had a chance to actually break down and explain is what self-care really is and how someone can actually practice it. The best resource I have found for self-care is actually called the, the Self-Care help the self Wheel Assessment created by the Olga Phoenix Project, Healing for Change, published in 2013, at www.olgaphoenix.com. It is the world's number one most rated, researched, downloaded, and utilized self-care tool. I have used this handout in my own personal life and in many peer support trainings. I actually have it on my phone and even share it with friends and co-workers whenever I can. This self-care wheel assessment breaks down an individual's life balance into six self-care components. They are physical, psychological, emotional, spiritual, personal, and professional. What it does is provide clear and simple self-care tasks in each of those categories. For example, some are super obvious, like physical, you know, sleeping well, eating well, trying to get regular medical care, taking vacations, some psychological habits, such as, you know, going to therapy, doing some self-reflection, journaling, or aromatherapy. However, some of these other self-care habits are a little bit harder, like emotional and professional. They are not as common, but they are things like practicing self-love, seeking humor in the chaos, cuddling with a loved one or pet, or while at work, taking that time for lunch, leaving work at work, getting support from colleagues, or just simply taking a mental health sick day. For spiritual, it doesn't always mean praying or meditating. You know, they add things such as taking a walk through nature, dancing, or just watching a sunset. I think some of these, you know, for some people are a sign of either selfishness or weakness. For others, though, I think they just don't even consider it an option because it's just not something we talk about. You know, we're all in a hurry to get to the next thing or get the next thing off our list. I think one of the best self care care habits that I've heard from one of our guests is from Lisa from episode two, getting that call. She shared her traumatic experience, getting that faithful call from her first responders agency where he had been seriously injured and how they struggled through his recovery and return to work. She realized that in taking care of him and the family, she completely lost herself in taking care of herself or even remembering the simple things. She shared in that episode her journey when she finally made her self-care a priority and what that looked like. She summed it up by saying that Jesus and therapy, quote-unquote, was her self-care tool. It was so inspiring to hear and so enlightening that she started practicing a lot of those positive habits that can be found in the self-care wheel assessment. I encourage everyone listening to look that up. Give it a try. I know that I have benefited from it and frequently review it for my own reminder. It's not a one-time solution, though. Self-care takes practice and constant prioritizing. I'm here to share with you, like Lisa did for others, that it does work, it does help, and it is important. You are important. Thank you for listening today. For additional resources, visit us at ridealongchronicles.com and be sure to catch us on the next ride.